You are tuned in to Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria, the founder of Global Gospel Worship Radio. Marina interviews local pastors and global leaders, sharing their testimonies and the work they're doing for the Lord. In Matthew 6.33, Jesus reminds us, Seek first God's kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. We hope this program will encourage you to do just that. Now here's your host, Marina Maria. So welcome to Faith City Outreach. This is Marina Maria with today's special guest, Jose Villanueva from Peoria, Arizona. Jose has been a pastor and a missionary for 21 years. Thank you so much, Jose, for being on Faith City Outreach to share your God story and your ministry experiences as a pastor and a missionary to encourage others to trust in God no matter what situation they are in. Amen. amen. Jose, please share your God story with our listeners today. All right. My God story back in 1986, I, uh, you know, I was uh, accepting the Lord, uh, not believing in God, really, but uh, my uh, first wife, she took me to the church and uh, practically I saw a miracle <clears throat> that made me believe in God. And, and then I started asking questions to the pastor and they said, how do you do this? And he said, no, I didn't do it. God did it. So anyway, so from that on, I'm here. And what was that miracle? Oh, the miracle was that she was really sick on an uh, asthma attack. She was blue, 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 because no oxygen in, in the lungs, no oxygen in the brain, no nothing. So I had to take her to the church. What I was telling her, don't go to the church. They're going to kill you there, you know, because I didn't believe. And anyway, so I went there. A pastor was there. He prayed for her. When we opened the, the, the our eyes, I saw my wife just on her color, normal color. And then I started asking questions. And that was my first encounter with the Lord. Was it at that time that you also received the Lord as your Lord and Savior? No, no, because uh, I, I always thought that I wasn't ready. And, and then uh, three, uh, that was Monday. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, three, uh, three, four days after is uh, it was, it was God, because when I was going to to my house, so I turned my life to the my car to the left instead of to the right, and then I went to the church and I found the pastor, and the pastor greeted me and he said, "Oh my God, Jose, what are you doing over here?" I said, "I was going home, but I guess I came to the church. I don't know why." So, and, and then uh, he said, oh, you're going to stay in the service? I said, I may as well. I'm here. So I, I stayed there. Then that was Friday, uh, Wednesday. And then Wednesday, he told me that on Friday, the evangelist was going to come. And then he would like me to be there. I said, no, probably. I don't know. But probably so. I was just like uh, reluctant to not going to the church. So anyway, so... On Friday, I was going home again, and instead of to the right, turning to the right, going home, I turned to the left. I said, what am I doing? So I went to the church again. And then the evangelist and the pastor were outside the church. And again, Jose, I said, oh, my God, what am I doing? What am I doing? What? So I didn't say, oh, my God, because I didn't accepted the Lord yet, but I said, mm, what am I doing? What am I doing? Anyway, I I stayed there, and then 
when the band was stretching and singing and everything, he said, there is three people that are going to give their life to the Lord. The, food was, the, the, the church was full. And then I said, who are those? I don't see anybody standing up. So, you know, and and, and I said, should I go? No, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, until I stand up. And then I went to the altar. And then the, the pastor told me that, uh, the evangelist told me, I knew that. There is two more. When I wait three minutes, nobody else went there but me. And that's when I start crying and crying and crying. And I gave my life to the Lord. That, that was it. That was it. That was it. But, you know, it, 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 it was meant to be because on Sunday, then we were baptizing ourselves. Wow. And my wife was telling me, oh, hopefully I don't get sick because the water is so cold. I said, listen, I saw God healing you. I don't think you're going to get it. You're going to get sick. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so it was it was just it was just in my heart already. And I, I, I really, really accepted the Lord truly, truly with all my heart. You know, because I don't know. Pastor told me that when, when, when the evangelist told me that that I was speaking in tongues. And I, I thought I was speaking in my own language. I said, but he told me that I was speaking in tongues. I said, really? Huh. But, wow. I, but what I felt when I was kneeled down is that my, my, my body was burning, 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 burning. And he said, that was the Holy Spirit. I said, oh, okay. I didn't understand about Holy Spirit. I didn't understand anything, anything about nothing. But I was here, just laying down, you know, on the feet of my Lord Jesus Christ. So after that, did your life change and did the Lord lead you to do something that you normally wouldn't have done before? Uh, no, the uh, thing that I did is because uh, before that happened, you know, uh, I did, did, I got sick. I shortly had, after? Shortly after, like a three or four months after. I had pancreatitis. And and, and then when, uh, I was feeling like I was going to die and everything. So I don't know. But but I said, one of the things that you asked me somewhere in there about uh, having a difficult situation, I didn't think that was a difficult situation because I told God, God, you know what? I have given my life to you. If you're going to take me, I'm ready. But if you want to heal me, heal me. And he did. He did. 22 months after, I was nothing. And even now, on my studies, my, my checkups, nothing. Now, people have told me that they had to take, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, I don't remember what they had to be taking for life. Uh, some things. And I said, I don't take anything. I take only vitamin C. That's it. So you were sick with pancreatitis for how long? Oh, for 22 months. Wow. For 22 months. Yeah, and yeah. all that time, because you had shortly prior to that received the Lord mm-hmm. in your life and given yourself to him. But what was what else was going on other than you telling the Lord that you're ready if you want, if he wants well, to take your life, then I, I, you were I okay keep, with it. I keep going to the church. I oh, keep, you kept going I, to the church. Yeah, okay, I, I kept ahead. going to the church, and then I was keep going to the church, and 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 then I was just telling the, the guys that how I was feeling and how the Lord was started healing me and all that stuff. 
but you know, miracles sometimes happen just right away, and sometimes the Lord takes us by our hands, so we can I understand, I guess exactly what we did exactly i know that sometime in your life you became a pastor so mm -hmm. when did that happen that happened in 2020 no 2002 okay after i finished my seminary okay mm -hmm. and so where were you pastoring at here in uh, arizona or some other place i was uh I, I, I actually I was one, two, three, four, five churches because I was kind of uh, to their hands. Do you want to go to this mission? Uh, we said no. I don't have money. Don't worry about the money. We can go, and then you can you be okay. And uh, several several churches and uh, several uh, organizations. Uh, the last one was DCMI. You know the one that I went to Vienna with. And, uh, and, 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 and I, I really, I really, so as my wife said, you know, I never pay anything. So God provided for everything for me to go to the nations and preach out there in their language and English, uh, and, 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 you know, and, and just taking care of what God was telling me. I know you were a pastor for 21 years and also a missionary for 21 years. What countries um, have you gone? Almost all South America. Um, I was in Bolivia. Uh, actually, I was in Peru, Bolivia, Ecuador, Brazil, uh, Venezuela, Colombia. In Central America, I was in Honduras for seven months. In uh, Salvador, and there is another one that I don't remember what's the name of the country in Central America. I think it's Nicaragua. No. Yeah, Nicaragua, I think. Nicaragua. Which country was very challenging to be in as a missionary? Uh, Peru. Why? Uh, because uh, in Peru, uh, there were so many riots. And uh, when we were on the streets, so we were seeing that the police was just, uh, you know, with their shields and everything. And the missionaries out there telling us, come on, let's go, move, move, move out. Let's go, let's go, let's go, get out of here, get out of here. And uh, it was uh, really uh, a country that I don't know. They have been in, in uh, what is called a thing uh, that they cannot go any anywhere after some hours. Curfew, curfew. Uh, they have been in curfew and things and all that stuff. Places where we were, there were no places to go to the bathroom. <laughs> there were no places to uh, do things. Oh, that was challenging. But it was it was uh, one of my daughters told me. When she saw me doing some kind of, uh, uh, you know, construction things in there and all dirty and everything, she said, huh, well, that looks different than business. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 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 but if you like that, so that's good. I said, it's not what I like. It's what I had to obey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. Were you ever put in a very dangerous situation where your life was almost threatened or it was threatened? Uh, not really. Not okay. really. Uh, scary, but not in, in Colombia when the cartel and everything, that was a little scary, but not threatening us for something. So in uh, Honduras, the guerrilla, it, it was just crazy stuff. They, uh, you know, they found us when we were on to the uh, what's called those things, the, the villages, mm -hmm. and, and then uh, they put the gun, the rifle on me, says, uh, you, you, 
you speak Spanish? I said, yes, I do. But we're here to help you people, not to harm you. And we ended up eating with them. So, oh, you ended up eating with them. Did you also yeah. witness to them too? Yes, yes. And what was that like? Oh, uh, it was like uh, trembling because I was scared. So I was just, <laughs> I was just trembling because I said, "Don't, don't, don't shoot me!" Because then I don't want to go to the Lord yet. So I still have a lot of things to do. But the guy said, "You guys have been good. You can go ahead. We can." We can escort you, and and then you can, whenever you get to the village, you know, you we can go away. Wow! And it was it was nice because they uh, they asked me, "Have you eaten yet?" And they said, "No, not yet." Yeah. So you made the meal, or did they? No, they made the meal. Oh, they made the meal. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully. So you weren't you weren't uncomfortable knowing that they made the meal because they're really actually the enemy there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I I just pray, I just pray with all my heart, my soul, and my mind. And right. Father, bless this pro- food. <laughs> bless this food and protect us because we don't know how they made it and uh, their hands are not clean and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So but we, we, we pray. And did you go with the team or were you there with just another person? No, I went with the team. With how the big team. was your team? Uh, how many people are there? Approximately. Yeah. Well, out there, I was just by myself in, those, that, play, in that time. Oh, okay. Myself. But I was a team in the church, like a probably, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe six, seven people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think that all your missionary experiences strengthened your faith and your relationship with God? Uh, yeah, I, I think so, because what I what I, I have seen, it's just, uh, it's not to my, I am not pleased with what I have seen in, in this so far. You know, I, I, I said, wow. These people still laugh and they don't have money. And then we have a lot of money in the States and we don't mm-hmm. laugh sometimes. So what's going on over here? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then what I was seeing, the kids just, uh, I don't know, uh, picking up things, you know, and, and then trying to eat and all. It, it's not really fun. We were that uh, Honduras is uh, probably the poorest country in the world. Wow. So you saw a lot of child labor? A lot of child labor, uh, no, no little ones, but uh, maybe 12, 13 year olds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever get a chance to witness to them? We were witnesses to everybody. Okay. Every time, every time I talk, every time I speak with somebody, I start witnessing to them. And so I said, hey, you know, da, da, da. yeah, we go to church or no, I haven't seen this. Well, you gotta tell your dad to go to church, to mom, blah blah blah, and all that stuff. Yeah, we we, we were witnessing to it. Now, since you've seen so much youth labor there, what would you tell the youth? Uh, well, the only thing that I told them is just you have to believe in God because God is can get you through, and God can can take you anywhere. Uh, if you want to be any anyone in the world, you can be. But you had to trust in God, you know what I mean? And you just put it in your goals, put it in your mind, and blah, 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 blah. You know, I, I, I have a, I, I work in business, and mostly in business, it's just go, 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 go. But I use the go, 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 go to slow down and tell them exactly what they needed to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, what kind of reaction would you get from the youth? Uh, they don't like me. All of them like me, so they were 
kind of attached to me and then trying to help me go in and knock my door because I sometimes overslept. <laughs> <laughs> they were looking for me and I was, you know, <laughs> you know yeah, because oh, no, it was just so crazy. crazy. So what is God having you do now? Jose? God is having me uh, just teaching, you know, teaching, uh, uh, to brothers and sisters, they were a little bit reluctant at the beginning because they thought that I didn't know the Bible, but I know the Bible. And this is for like a Bible study? Yeah, what I need to say. But there is a lot of things that I don't know in the Bible, like many people, even the pastors. Even uh, Billy Graham says, if you ask me something and I don't know, I'm going to tell you that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because the scriptures are so deep that we need to search sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and then uh, two missionaries things that I put over here that you told me share two things. One in Rocky Point with Pure um, Heart, where a little boy that was in wheelchair since he was born started walking. And then Pure Heart had that video for two years in their website, you know. And the other one was in Honduras where God made so many miracles. One that I remember is a, a little girl that was 18 years old and she was weighing 60 pounds. And she was uh, she had been taken to the witch doctor by the mother and father. And, and the witch doctor took, uh, gave her a portion that she had to drink. And she was feeling all that stuff. And, and I pray for her today let's say, and then tomorrow when we went to the shelter, she was sweeping already. And I said, because she she called me hermanito, little brother. And mm. I said, little sister, what you doing? <laughs> and she said, I'm sweeping over here. And I said, oh my God, God is great. Oh, that was a miracle. Because she wow. was laying down for I don't know how many months. <sighs> we were there, we prayed for her. And, uh, and and then when we pray for the little boy also, the little boy started walking. And I still have the video out there at my home. What would you say to people who don't believe in miracles and they're Christians? Uh, people who don't believe in miracles, I say that Jesus was the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, he performed miracles. Yes. One one of the things that he says in John 14, 14 says, you may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Do it. Exactly. And that is what Jesus can do. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's, it's not just believing in God. Mm-hmm. It's believe what God can do. Mm-hmm. Because many people believe in God, even the demons believe in God. Mm-hmm. But believing Him, what He is able to do, because God can do the impossible, and He's given that us the authority right. to do to do it and more, as exactly. Jesus said. Exactly, we can do the same as He did and greater things. Greater things, and He was saying that because He was going to be living in us. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit and the Father. And that's about it. That's about it. I believe what God can do. I now why think, do we have why do we struggle as Christians to believe in miracles? Uh, I 
believe that there is no enough faith. Faith changes everything. I have been in situations that, you know, uh, that I thought I was going to die. And when I prayed to the Lord, the Lord healed me. Well, you yourself were a, a, a living miracle because you witness it yourself. Exactly. One day, I don't know how I went to eat uh, in, in a restaurant, I guess, and I ate a plastic, you know, one of those things that the plastic bags on the salads and something. <gasps> yes. I, I, I I never felt it when I was passing it through. And then uh, I, went, I was in New York and then I started feeling bad. And, and, and then I said, what's going on? So I uh, I went to the hospital. They told me that I was like a, like a uh, flu or something symptoms. So I said, no. So, uh, in, in, well, I had to go back to Phoenix. I didn't even go to the Niagara Falls because I was going to the Niagara Falls. And, and, and then in Phoenix, they told me, no, two weeks. But I remember the mom, my mom, how he, uh, she, uh, healed us with families at home. And I said, well, she used to give us olive oil and orange juice for the stomach. And I was feeling my stomach. I even called my uh, my wife, my ex-wife, saying, you know what, uh, that you tell my kids that I love them very much because I don't feel, I'm not feeling good. Next day I woke up and, and then I went to the store by uh, olive oil and then uh, I bought uh, uh, orange juice and I also bought uh, prune juice and then I drank all of them. And when I, when I, uh, I went to bed, fall asleep, and then I woke up with a big pain in my stomach, and I went to the bathroom, and I spelled the plastic thing. And when I went to the doctor two weeks after, because they gave me the appointment for two weeks after, mm -hmm. the nurse told me if that thing would stick in your intestine, we would have opened. But wow. God, God is the God of miracles. Exactly. Because he said, I am the same today. Okay. Tomorrow, tomorrow and the day after tomorrow. So it's easier for you to believe in miracles because you yourself went through it physically. I didn't believe in miracles. Until you went through it physically? But the Lord has made me believe in those miracles by doing miracles in my face. Exactly. Wow. And then now I believe that God can do anything because even if 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 i just i'm experiencing something right now with a friend of mine over here across the street that i have been praying for him every single day and then he just told me i have a good report today i said what's going on that my cancer went down and they start injecting me the stem cells that are dead so they can give me the whatever surgery or whatever stem cell surgery that they're gonna do so the cancer goes away i said did you praise god he says yes i did <laughs> Amen. so Amen. you're witnessing to him because he's seeing right. that he's seeing the miracle happening right. before but his I eyes but, but at the beginning, when Amparo, my wife, told him, you know, God is good and God is always good. And he said, yeah, he's that good that he gave me the cancer back after 14 years. But now wow. he's changing his mind when I tell mm -hmm. him, you praise him? He said, yes, I did. And I said, thank you, Lord, because he's letting me 
take him by his hand. Well, actually, he's taking him. And then I am asking the Lord, be with him, Lord. Tell exactly. him that he's not alone. Tell him that he is with you. Tell him that is this thing. And then, you know, he just told me yesterday uh, that uh, Romans 12, 2, you know, for my Bible study, it, uh, we are studying Ephesians. But, but he gave me the morning when I was studying uh, Romans 12, 2. The transformation of renewing our minds, because <laughs> when we renew our minds, the Lord can do anything through us and for us and with us. Amen. And I believe that soon he is going to just say the salvation prayer through you, and you're going to just lead him to Christ. Yeah, because because if we let God transform our lives, mm -hmm. you know, then he can do marvelous things with us. And that's Amen. what I that's what I have been doing. Uh, it seems that, you know, because I like to play and I like to do things, but it's uh, not no no healthy thing, healthy way, you know. Uh but uh it's just amazing how the Lord leads me in a way. I said, why is this Roman 12 2 had to do with Ephesians? Or well, you just say it. I said, okay. And you're doing this in your own neighborhood. In my own neighborhood, right. In your own neighborhood. Right. Wow. Jose, what encouraging words would you give someone now who is struggling to trust or believe in God for their situation that they are in right now? I know it is very hard to trust when you are having a difficult situation. Mm -hmm. However, when you have faith and you really true conversion with the Lord Jesus, you have to believe him. And the only thing that I can tell is don't get discouraged. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are with you even in the worst time of your life. Thank you for listening to Global Gospel Worship Radio with Marina Maria, where all the nations praise the Lord with Christian international music and radio programs. For more information about our radio ministry, please go to globalgospelworshipradio.org. And now we'd like to bless you with this scripture from Numbers 6, 24 through 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Thanks for listening.